0: This is Scott from Reno, Nevada, fan of the greatest jersey in all of sports, frankly. And by that, of course, I'm referencing the Arizona Coyotes Kachina jersey. Come on, Adam, you know it's true. And you are all listening to the Pro Hockey News
1: Podcast.
0: Welcome in to another edition of the Pro Hockey News Podcast. We affectionately call this the First Line Edition. It's brought to you by the Chicago Wolves Merchandise Store. ChicagoWolvesStore.com. PHN15 is the code. Get yourself some great, great logo gear there from the Chicago Wolves. That's ChicagoWolvesStore.com. Code PHN15. Adam Minick. Lonnie Goldsmith, the double shifter himself, which, uh, I mean, heck, if he's a Team USA female player, he'd be a triple shifter, the, the way that they shortened the lines last night. <laughs> Richard Cote <laughs> joining us. I think that's the longest Richard Cote intro I, ever.
2: I think so. Uh, maybe I'll shorten that when we finally get to the uh, the final edit. But, you know, uh, you're, you're getting on the edge there a little too long. Wait, you, you edit? Oh, you didn't notice last week? Last week on the second I, line, I, I, you know, I, I admit I didn't listen to last week's show. I, I haven't. It, it. It. I did not. Did not hear what, it last week. What, what are you doing with your life? More more what? bombs. Were there more bombs dropped? Listeners, don't be like Adam. Listen to the second line. I agree. Well, I usually do. I say <laughs> usually. God, just go back and listen. Just go back and
0: listen. Uh. So,
1: Adam did did Hillary Knight play like the last six minutes of the game last night or this morning? I suppose depending on your time zone. There. There were. I mean,
0: I think there were five players that played close to close to 30 minutes. I mean, it was ridiculous. The the TOI that I looked at, it was, I mean, let's just talk about it. You know, Canada beat the U S three to two, ultimately, um, in a game that once again, I think the U S outplayed Canada a lot, but Canada in spurts just dominated the U S when they wanted
1: to, um, yeah. It's like Canada never, even though they were being outplayed, I do think for chunks of the game, I think after Canada took a three, nothing lead, the shots were 22 to five the rest of the way. And like, even then it didn't feel like the U S was like super threatened by or, or super threatening at all. Like they had no. their moments, but yeah. they were just sort of on the periphery of the zone all the time with the exception of, the two goals was a shorthand uh, sort of lucky bounce turned rebound turned uh, goal. And then the six on four uh, power play with the empty net with 12 seconds left.
0: Yeah. It, it was so much like the first game. Yeah. In the, I mean, it really was. I, I just, um, the, the big, I, I didn't love the goalie choice. We'll, we'll, we'll start with that. Um, and I'm not sure. I understand. I understand the Olympics are a big tournament. The biggest thing that I'll say about the coaching staff with with team USA, if you're going to bring 20 players that I know we had a big injury that disrupted that, but Mm -hmm. you shorten your bench every game. If you don't, I mean. Is the U.S. I know the U.S. has younger players. It's kind of a new generation coming. You know the Schofield Knight, um, you know Kessel era is kind of coming to an end, if you will. But I mean, super short bench. Like at some point, you got to get international competition to the youngsters.
1: Well, you called it early on Twitter last night, Adam. They went to nine forwards. They short. They shortened to three lines really quick which is not the change i would have made that early the change i would have made early was pulling the goalie after the second goal both goals were soft plus gave up the goal that was disallowed right before all of that went down so it really could have been three nothing in pretty short order in the first period but then to shorten it and then you know uh, uh, going for the the extra skater early you know, with about three minutes left is when they went to it, which again is the right choice, but you saw a lot of those same six skaters out there for most of the rest of the game at that point.
2: Yeah. I was i was going to say when you were mentioning ice time, uh, I was just looking at it. Uh, USA had 10 players with 20 plus minutes on the ice last night. That's um, what I was like. I, I, could, I, I forgot to write the number down, but
0: I, I wrote many players. Yeah, exactly. Four,
2: four of them had 25 minutes plus. Yeah, it's it, – I mean, Canada's deeper.
0: Don't get me wrong. I mean, we said going into the tournament in, in, our, in our thought here that Canada's definitely deeper. Um, but I just – at some point and, – and, and, you know, the my Y Tour, it, it had this at times too. At some point, you just
1: – you've got to get them experienced. And you saw that up cl- close and personal on the yeah, MiWay tour because you went to see the game in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, I saw the second
0: game here in, in St. Louis for sure. I mean, it was—I I, just—I don't know. I mean, you—you you look at—you look at you know total ice time. Canada's you know Renata fast Renata or Renata fast I should say had twenty five thirty nine, and there were a couple more players with with with, with you know high numbers. Um, they didn't play their fourth line much. Uh, I mean, Soloner and, and, and multi saw less than two minutes um, and Lara Stacy. So, I mean, that that was their fourth line that saw less, but I just, it was just crazy to me how short the bench got quick. I mean, K- Caleb Barnes paid 28, 52, 17 for Megan Keller.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, with Renata Fast, it's one thing. She's she plays the blue line. Like you expect your top one, maybe your top one or two, your top pair will will do in that kind of game. I mean, we'll see it in the Stanley Cup playoffs routinely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your 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 one D pair is going thirty minutes easy. They're playing half the game. It doesn't surprise you in that situation. But like last night, to have I mean for your to have that many people like which you you got to get into your forwards when you have skaters going that that long. It's yeah, uh pretty yeah, I mean, remarkable.
0: The brand not, not in a good way. Brandt Knight Schofield line all played at least 23 minutes and 19 seconds. The, you know, the, the number two line, um and Abby Roke had a heck of a tournament way to step into her. Mm-hmm. Um broke Carpenter Kessel, you know, 2113 plus. Minutes there, um, and then and then literally it is such a drop off. To I mean Bozek who was on D didn't even play seven minutes. The third line of Panic and and Zumwinkle and uh, Camarisi you know five six and twelve respectively. And, and the reason why like, Camarisi she played on the power play, you know Camarisi and and Kamfer got power play time so they were in double digits. You know Jinzy uh, done stapled to the bench again. You know what for, did for, uh, what did Jesse Kamfer get? Comfort ended up with 10-21. 16 shifts.
1: Yeah, that's it's not. It's, I'm sorry, it's just not a great use of, of some of your skill players. No, I mean no. Jinzy
0: Dunn. I think this is the second straight game, maybe third and fourth. Uh, former former St. Louis Lady Cyclone, by the way. Uh, zero minutes, zero shifts. It, it's you know Abby Murphy played three shifts, Harvey two shifts.
1: I I don't get it. I mean, it, what it tells you is that it's just how top-heavy this team is right now, and what a state of transition that it's in. When you have like that for, that that top five group of Stackline and Barnes on the blue line, and Brandt, Knight, and Coyne Schofield in the uh, among the forwards there. Yeah. You know, it just shows that he doesn't he trusts them because they've been there. Yep. But didn't use the enough of the earlier parts of this tournament to really give those, you know, second, third, or certainly the
2: third and fourth liners enough, uh, burn. I I think it also goes to show that how panicked team USA was after going down two nothing early in the game to, to be putting that much, uh, you know, pressure on your top two lines and, you know, forgetting to, to put in some of the younger talent on your third, your third line, your third defensive pair, and just not using them as much as you probably should. Maybe if the game was one, nothing or tied at zero. Were
0: you surprised Lonnie that Johnson didn't hook Cavalini and put Rooney in to start the second period?
1: Oh, yeah. We, I think we were texting about this last night and you had said, and actually even when we talked yesterday before the game, one of the things you had said was I assumed it was going to be Rooney getting her second straight gold medal game. And you said, Oh, Cavalini's played really well. Let's, it, it, but it gives you, the, gives you the opportunity if there's a quick hook to be able to to make that move and and go to the other goalie, which is exactly, if it didn't happen after the second goal, absolutely it should have happened coming out for the second period. I don't understand the rationale for not, and it's like Cavallini's played really well in this tournament, but yes, she that, was a, that was a really flat first period they Canada absolutely jumped all over the U S um it was they're just so fast and just so they're, they're just on everything the U S was trying to do so quickly that the, the team needed a spark. And I think Johnson missed the opportunity to, to give the team one there.
0: Yeah, I mean, she finished a term with a nine twenty three and a one twenty seven in her four games. I mean, they're not terrible numbers.
1: No, they're um, very good numbers. But y- y- you picked a bad time. To, I mean, it's just a bad time to have your worst game.
0: Yeah, it, it just and especially with with you had a Maddie Rooney there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's it's not like you it's not like you didn't you don't have um you know Nicole Hensley too. You have three three top-notch players right you know any of them could have started um any of them could have started for you so you know i i, I thought it was interesting um like i said maddie really did not get the games i expected her to get but you know i and, and here's my next question then too and, and and is is it time to look outside of joel johnson to lead team usa as the era i mean this is an era changing loss. I kind of have a feeling. Four years from now this team is is going to look different. um you know that, that top group they're they're going to touch the thirties, which is old by international
1: hockey standards. I certainly think that their place shouldn't be a given.
0: Yeah, we saw that four
1: years ago with a couple of repeats that were left off yep and had to earn their spot back. yep right. I think at this point. Yeah, look, there's nothing wrong with Silver. Silver is obviously fabulous. But there's a slight caveat, though. And it's that it's a two-team tournament. So there's no shame in losing to the best team in the world. No, no, no. There never is. But it's always going to be those two. Yeah. And so... You know, I think the way they played in these two games, I mean, you know, look at it on, you know, on paper, and even if you look at the film just the right way, yeah, it looks like the U.S. really was unlucky to lose those two games to Canada. I'm not sure they were, though.
0: No. Okay, Canada. Canada's just better right
1: now. And, and, uh, it's the As the, the great media columnist for The Athletic, uh, Richard Deitch, likes to say, and he said repeatedly, he just sort of assumes that canada canada starts every game with the us one nothing up cuz marie-philippe Poulain <laughs> always
2: always scores in a gold
1: medal game yep in a in a gold medal game she is the only hockey player to score in four gold medal games in the olympic games wow
2: that's that's and good by the way
1: that's yeah. that's the kind of clutch play you want yeah and i believe if i it got very late last night so I'm got a little punchy, but I believe I heard them say, uh, extrapolating here, that this would have been this was the this would have been the first time in the gold medal games between these two teams that the team leading after two won the game. Yeah, in gold medal play. Yep. Huh. I, will
0: I will say thank you to thank you to the NBC Universal Comcast family for putting it on the big NBC. That I I mean I went to USA and I was really pissed off. I'm like, where the heck's the game? Like, we should be in pregame now. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I just assumed it was on USA because everything had
1: been. But you know, it's it's a big move. No, that's a good move for them. They cut to news, They cut to local news early. Yep. And so they could get to the game in the in the local news hour there. And it was uh, I didn't see it. I haven't seen a number on that yet uh, in terms of ratings, but.
0: Yeah, so you've got—I mean—the big questions come now. Um, You know, it's where does the team go? Um, You still got a lot of depth. Let's let's not kid ourselves. Um, You've just got some folks that uh, you got a Bozek, a Decker, a Kessel, a Cavallini, a Coin Schofield, and a Hensley who were all born in '91, '92. You've you've got a Kendall Coin Schofield who is scouting and assistant coaching in, in the NHL and the Blackhawks organization, you've got team, you know, people that are not playing in the PW or in, in, not the P, not the PHF, excuse me. Yep. Um, you know, the aspirations are, are changing for some of these players. So, you know, you've, you're going to have to lean on, you know, the Murphy's, the Harvey's, uh, you know, Comfer and Zumwinkle are considered young Barnes and Roke and, and Rooney um, are on the younger side. So it, it's, I think it's, it's kind of the reckoning time of this is a passing of the baton coming. And these, the youth has to get more time on the international stage.
1: I agree. I can't, you know, I, I really can't believe Cameron Nacy's time on ice last night. I'm pretty sure she scored in, in Pyeongchang in the gold medal game. Mm-hmm. Like she is, she is, fast, you know, she's the kind of fast, dynamic, young skater. And I don't just say that because she's neighbors with friends of ours here in Plymouth, Minnesota. (laughs) She really is the kind of, it's the kind of skater that you need to have even as more, you know, even if they start going away from the Olympic sheet and start doing these more on the NHL size ices, you still need speed. You still need that kind of flair on the ice. And the fact that they, just sort of shied away from it last night was sort of puzzling.
0: I think also something to, that I'd like to keep an eye on, are they going to start looking, you know, the, the, NHL on the men's side, uh, when the NHLs you know, invited NHL people are there, but even when it's not the management for Canada and the U S has still come from the pro side, you're starting to get more people in, in pro hockey. Um, I'm I'm wondering when does somebody like an AJ Molesko, or now the assistant general manager of the Vancouver Canucks, Cami Granado, get brought into USA Hockey to develop the program? The I'm men's the
1: wait, the men's program or the women's
0: program? The women's program. The women's. We, we, no time like the present. Eyes uh, uh, not a moment too soon for me. Yeah, I just I, I wonder if that's gonna going to be a thing now that you're getting more folks. Um, with NHL teams into more females working for NHL teams, we I mean, you can see more females then kind of put in management. I, I think there's a lot of good that can come out of it. No, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say um, that Maddie Rooney, I think had the best pads of the three goalies for the U S. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't I think I saw too. hers. Hers were blue
0: with white on the edges, and and red and blue or red red and white stars kind of floating on the bottom. With it, I just I liked oh, it. Yeah. Uh, I will, but but uh, um, helmet wise, I mean, it, all three of them were, were were pretty good, but Cavallini probably had the best helmet of the three. That, that was pretty fly. So
1: yeah. Okay, the important—the um, importance. We're covering the important stuff, of course. <laughs> we're, we're, we got to make sure we're on
0: brand here. Exactly the, uh, the aesthetics of the game, and the men's tournament's over as well, um, because Canada and the US are out. So I believe they just canceled the rest of the tournament.
2: Is that how that works? I, I believe that's the agreement. Okay. Yeah,
0: we we, can, we can't have an all amazing jersey final of Finland Sweden though. We we are we are there could be a collision course of a Finland Sweden. Um, jersey final which
1: i mean at this point i'm I'm all for the jersey final i'd be down there with that that's all that's left to play for really <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the battle for scandinavia so uh tonight no tomorrow
0: technically it's tomorrow uh finland versus uh slovakia in the semis and rock plays sweden there you go there so we'll uh we'll see how that goes but it's fun. Um, staying international, before we go to the NHL, just a quick note, they just found out today, the World Juniors, the, the 2021-22 World Juniors, are being replayed in its entirety. So what happened in December was never really happened. They're restarting in, in Alberta in August of, uh, of this year. August in Alberta is
1: a gorgeous place.
0: Yeah. They're not changing the ages. So everybody that was qualified. So 2002 is still eligible for this year's edition of the juniors, which leads me to a question of the powers and the veneers of the world who are going to be really close to a uh, NHL training camp time and potentially playing in the NHL. Are their teams going to want them to be playing international competition right before then, right after, basically they're going to go from hockey season, college hockey, they may go Frozen Four, into the draft, into rookie camp, into potentially the Traverse City stuff. We'll see what the dates for those are. International play, training camp. I'm interested to see if if the age out guys are going to be included or are going to want to play.
1: No. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I think Powers, Beneers, kent johnson like basically the michigan guys for sure those top four players from last year mm-hmm. i don't see any way that they are going to be allowed to play because i think if first of all you got the nhl season is going to go a little bit longer because so you got games to make up and if you know their team if, if michigan is a early out and frankly even if michigan wins the whole thing they could very well be signed and make their NHL debuts this year. They are not Mm going to be allowed to go from a long college season. In the case of some of these guys travel to Alberta once, then to Beijing and then whatever NHL travel, they do like you got to give them a summer and get them into what a real NHL players routine is going to be for a full season, which is your summer, your workout into camp and then roll on with the season in October.
0: Yeah. Another thing too, of how the countries treat this, because four months later is, is the next version of juniors, what they'll call the 2023 world juniors in Russia. So how are the, how are the team associations, the country associations, are they going to use kind of like, cause what's gonna I mean, four months is not a lot of time between tournaments. No. Are some teams going to use this to, to basically, I don't want to say practice, but gateway to the roster for the full tournament coming. They're both full tournaments, but for the actual year of tournament, with the 2003s and beyond.
2: Yeah, I I feel like the the 2022 was, of course, a uh, kind of a wash. Since they started, stopped, delayed, now they're starting again, wiping away what they did back in January. Uh, I I don't see them really taking this as seriously as they would as if it had continued back in January. So, yeah, I kind of find it as more of a, a practice for these squads. Unless your name is Canada, probably. Well, I mean, every home game ice is, is serious for them. So, yeah.
1: Right. It's on home ice. If I'm one of the countries, if I'm, a, you know, one of the teams coming over from Europe and maybe even the United States, I'm using this as an opportunity to bring my younger kids in and just give them the experience of that tournament before you get to do it all over again. Then, you know, a few months later.
0: So it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. And and you know, you know what the big question is guys is will anybody at the world juniors be using Verbero hockey equipment? That's what I want to know because Verbero is some great hockey equipment. If you go to the PHN website, you can link up to Verbero to get some special pricing, go to pro hockey news.com click on the Verbero link, custom jerseys for your, your, your league teams and all that hats, and all the equipment you can check them out at Verbero.com. Okay. The, The NHL is back. Um, you know, way past the all-star game. We're, we're back to the regular season. Um, you know, you know what, what one thing hasn't changed since the last time we talked? What's that? The Eastern Conference. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. It, Still it, the same eight teams. Yeah. The, the, the only thing different is, uh, oh, wait, no, it's not different. Uh, Montreal has won slightly more games than uh, Team Canada did in the Olympics. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> think, think about that. Yeah. Yeah. They've won eight games all year. Team Canada has almost won eight games in the last two weeks for the women. Yeah. That's brutal. Mm-hmm. They have as many losses as the flames are streaking with wins. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I determined like, you know, we're just waiting for Vegas to pull away. Cause that's what's going to happen in the Pacific. Uh, maybe Calgary's for real. Just saying
2: possibly, maybe. possibly I'd, I... I don't know if Calgary's for real or if Vegas is really that snake bit right now. And
0: apparently they're not getting Marc-Andre Fleury. The, the GM like came out and said the rumors aren't true, which I thought <laughs> interesting. Um, but I mean, by the way, the flames, I mean, one of our favorite stats on, on this podcast is the gold differential. Uh, they're up to a plus 52 folks. They are just killing teams right now.
2: I That's mean, Colorado territory right there.
0: Uh, you know what the difference is between them and Colorado territory with the plus six. Well, I, I was going to say the goals against is a little different between the two teams, just a little bit.
1: W- would you say the
0: flames are hot? You would because you're going to be punny. <laughs> I avoided that, right. that on purpose, but you know, you can, you can, get it <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow,
2: <laughs> I'm
0: I mean, all about. So-
1: I'll take the segues. You take the puns. That's fine. So interesting. You mentioned Calgary and and Montreal was your examples in that statement. They made the first trade of silly season. Oh, that was silly. That was silly. Wait, no, no silly season is the summer. This is like real trade. Oh, I don't know. This is, this is, this is pretty silly that this is the the
2: warm up to silly
1: season. The the assets in that trade was pretty silly. (laughs) I don't even break it down, man. That was amazing. So Tyler Toffoli, uh, by the way, score of his first goal in Calgary was the ridiculous one footed, uh, Deke mm-hmm. yeah. of the, uh, uh <laughs> of, was it Gibson? Was that who he scored it on? I believe so. Was it Adam? Um, the, it, to get Tyler. Oh no, I'm sorry. It was against, uh, it was against Columbus. They beat the first game was against Columbus. The, uh, Uh, his, their second game was against Anaheim. There you go. Yep. 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 The trade, uh, Tyler Toffoli, nice player. Sure. You know, Stanley cup winner. Okay. Um, for a 2022 first, which is top 10 protected a 2024 fifth forward, Tyler Pitlick and prospect Emil Heinemann. Um, I guess I'm sort of wondering, in what world that's a reasonable give up for Calgary? Like that just seems insane to me. I
2: mean, yes did did Calgary <laughs> have to like?
1: Uh, 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 yeah. And it's not like I mean, here's the crazy thing: it's not like to fully. I mean, they're not taking on a massive contract or anything. He's in the second year of a four-year, seventeen million dollar contract as a super reasonable contract for you know a sort of middle six forward.
2: And they oh, and gave and
1: they gave up top and they gave up top three assets for it.
2: And you know how many draft picks they have coming up this year, right? After all that, you got four, Oof. four draft picks this year.
1: Listen, we're going to round. Just, just to switch up sports. The LA Rams have decided to sort of forfeit the draft, you know, by basically giving up draft picks for, for big name assets. And it worked out for them. Maybe Calgary's taken a page.
0: If I told you that Tyler Toffoli once scored 30 goals, would you believe me? I wouldn't honestly. Yeah, fifteen, sixteen with the Kings. He played in all eighty-two games. Thirty-one, fifty-seven for fifty-eight points. That's his career. His career high is fifty-eight points. He's never touched. He hasn't touched fifty since then. And he's never had. Uh, well, he came close two years ago with twenty-eight, but be- before that, um, you know, he was twenty-five goals combined for LA and Vancouver in, in nineteen twenty. 13 goals, 24 goals, 16 goals. So I mean, this is a guy that, that peaked and then went down in LA and then had a really good year in 2021 with 28 goals and got himself paid.
1: I mean, it's a bargain contract, really. If he's that guy, you know, well, if he's yeah, if if, he, if he's if a 25 he's guy, goal scorer, but yeah. here's the here's the interesting thing. This is a really fascinating split um in his in stats. This year, and look, there's been a lot of losses, I grant you, because he played in Montreal. 30 games played where they lost, six goals, six assists for 12 points and a minus 21. In nine wins that he's played in between his two teams now, four goals, 11 assists for 15 points and a plus 13. If he is in a good situation, he is a really plus player for
0: you. Well, well, once again... 14 15, 15, 16. really good with LA. Yes, 16 through 20. not so much.
1: He is right. a complimentary he, player. He mm-hmm. mirrors the team. yep and and he, that is way too much to give up for a complimentary player because I still think Cal, Calgary oh. is a is a move away still. I think this 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 can't be their only move at the coming into the deadline. And they gave up a lot just, just for this move. Maybe I'm wrong. God knows most of the time I am on the show with my predictions. Fair. But Fair. it just it feels like a real I mean, listen, if I'm Montreal, I'm thrilled with this haul. This is great. That's that's great work by the Canadians. What what do they need? Because I mean they've got four
0: guys with 20 goals. What does I mean, Calgary need? Yeah. I mean, is this is this Colorado like is this the Colorado blueprint to build the team that they're doing? I mean, Manji and Pioneer probably has come out of nowhere. I think that's the surprise. Oh, that's obviously yeah, right.
1: that's the surprise.
0: Kacholk Linholm and, and Goudreau, not a shock. Yep. Like you can see 20 plus there. And then I mean they they go from Goudreau
1: at 20 to Blake Coleman at 10. Right. But like Blake Coleman, it like that's that's Blake Coleman. That's That's fine. No, 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 that's right. Nothing wrong with that. That's, that's what you want out of him. When you signed him right from, from Tampa Bay, that's, that's exactly what you're kind of hoping to get. That sort of third line, sandpapery, dirty work guy. Yep. Um, they're getting the goaltending. Yeah, they are. Uh, They paid Markstrom and last year was a bit of a, I don't know, disaster. Uh, this year, Hell of a lot better. Yeah, mm-hmm. 9, 9,
0: 927, 212 ain't bad. That no. do, doesn't suck. Um, <laughs> By the way, just eight shutouts for good measure.
2: Right? Eight. That's
1: not bad. That's not bad. You know, I. what do they need? They, I. you know, could they get a defenseman to shore up the blue line? Might not hurt. I mean, yeah. like their top pair, I think, is really good. You know Hannifin and Anderson, really good. Yeah, Yo- I mean, really good and really young. Top pair is twenty five years old. General on defense, their average age is twenty seven point six. It's not like it's. I mean, it's a, well, it's a I,
0: pretty young Killing, team. Oliver Killington is freaking having a year. I mean, his yeah, he is. his regular stats are good. His fancy stats are good. His point. I mean, like the you talk about number one pair, but I mean, I could argue that Killington's been their best D man all around this year. Yeah. So I mean, they're, they're they're at least three deep at at D, which is not bad.
1: So I mean, I mean, it's possible if you're if you're Calgary, you're told this is what it takes to get to Foley. Maybe you say, okay, maybe that is the piece. Maybe we need to make this move now because, like, they're a disaster. To Foley's you know, mid-career guy, but on a very reasonable contract, and he's gonna be dealt at the deadline. So maybe you overpay by an extra pick or an extra player to make sure that you can get that deal done what the week or what two weeks before yeah. the
2: deadline? And like a month, 21st, I think is the deadline.
1: Yeah. And they and the I mean, oh, wow, it, that's even that's even yeah, it's uh, 21st, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, even, they pushed the back further out than I thought. And I will
0: say they I, I will give them what they were missing was an effective, another, they needed a right-hand shot. That's honestly what, they, they are very left-heavy up front yeah. as a team. Um, so they got a, you know, the right winger that shoots righty. Because, um, you know, I mean, Backlund, Coleman, Goudreau, Luchik, Mangiapani, Monahan, Monaghan, uh, you know, Kachuk, all lefties. So they, they 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 do need a righty. So that all I mean, it, it solved it. Um, I just I, I don't know. I just I don't know what I, I don't know. They don't need a goalie.
2: No.
0: But I and I I you need scoring depth. But did Toffoli? Because the, the stats that you brought out, the splits are okay. He rises to the occasion with a team that can set him up. So did they get exactly what they need? Even if they did overpay.
1: I mean, if they. Look, it's unrealistic to think that they're going to stay quite at this level. You mean they're going to lose at some point? It's they Is that might a lose it. Eh, probably they're going to lose at some. Is that a bet ninety nine prediction?
0: Is that that, that could, could you book it in Canada for them? They're going to lose at some point. Would you take that
1: prop bet? I mean, if they if they would offer, you know, I mean, I wouldn't get great odds, but
2: sure. <laughs> I was say, like, give me the time frame; that, that might, I don't, like, you know,
1: he just, no, Lonnie was
0: just saying they're not going to remain as hot for the rest of I, that was his bold prediction. I'm just going right, to right. say,
1: they're, they're going to drop a game at some point, <laughs> probably, you know, soon I'd imagine, but like they've won eight in a row, but I mean, and here's the other thing is they're winning. They're winning. I mean, they're 12, four and four at home. They're 16, nine and two on the road you look one team down in the standings at Vegas, the Vegas flu has hit the golden Knights. Yeah. They're 14 and 11 at home. They're 14 and seven on the road. So it's, it's a, I mean, Vegas is puzzling for sure. And, and I think we've seen with them in every single one of their seasons, they're not going to just sit still at the deadline. They're going to find a move to be made. Although getting Jack Eichel back last night might be their move. And can
0: we talk about this winning streak? By the way, so so it's eight in a row, right? Yes, but it's it's ten out of their last eleven. Like they, they pasted St. Louis seven to one, pasted Calgary uh, CBJ six to nothing, lost to St. Louis five to one, squeaked by Vancouver one to nothing in overtime. So you you lose to St. Louis five to one in St. Louis on the back end of a of a whole, on the back end of a two and two. No then shame they, in that. No, then they squeak by Vancouver, one nothing in overtime. You're thinking, okay, that we end January. We're, we're in trouble here as Calgary. We lost to St. Louis. You know, then it's they just get by Dallas 4-3. Okay, now you're really worried. You know, road game, okay. You squeak out a win. They go to the desert, beat Arizona 4-2. Then they get in a back, week off.
1: In a back-to-back situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Then
0: they get a week off. And by the way, um, Vegas, 6-0. Toronto, 5 2. 5 2 over the aisle. Six two over Columbus, six two. This tennis score here. Six-two, six-two, six-two six two. Six two over the ducks. Now, Seattle and Winnipeg left such winnable games. Then they're done with the home. Like that's their home stretch that they're in. Um, but once again, I don't care about the home stretch because in March, they've only got four road games again. They're heavy at home again in March. Like they've got to get to April. April's is road dominant by a few games, but man there's a lot of points to make up in the saddle dome and their opponents very, very winnable. Um, you know, Montreal is coming to town. Edmonton's coming to town, Detroit, Buffalo, New Jersey, San Jose, Arizona, Edmonton,
1: again, like holy winnable games. Absolutely. I mean, look, they got the trip to Minnesota to kick off the month. They got, they got uh, one in Denver and one home against the avalanche in that stretch. Mm -hmm. It's not like you know, I'd say they're gonna lose at some point, but may not be for a while. <laughs> right. no.
0: Yeah, they're uh they're hot to try. Um are we thinking um Vegas is is just hanging on? I mean, are they rear view mirroring because all of a sudden now Edmonton is close to it? I mean, Edmonton's four points back with two games in hand. All of a sudden Vegas is kind of rear view mirroring, I think.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Richard. What do you think? <laughs> um, I don't know about rear view mirroring. Um, I mean, what they have um Vegas has what at least one game to make up. Um I'm not terribly worried about Edmonton. Uh, although their coach is doing great. They're uh they've put together three wins since they picked up their new head coach. Um, but <laughs> I don't know if I'm necessarily worried at this point, if I'm Vegas, it's really going to depend upon, you know, a guy we're going to talk about here in in a few minutes. uh, Jack Eichel, I think is going to be the the cornerstone as to how Vegas does going down the stretch. Next segment brought to you by Dr. Lula Fredo. (laughs)
0: Jack Eichel.
2: Let's talk about him.
0: Lou's favorite player. So but by, by the Lafredo rule, Vegas is going to tank. So they better be looking in the rear view, By the way. Nick Eichel makes every team worse.
1: Wait, wait, just mentioning Lou's name, like, I, I can hear his voice. I can hear the <laughs> sigh. I can hear the gnashing of the teeth. And then I could hear him throwing his, his uh, MP3 player of choice across the room at the mere mention of the name.
2: Is it a Zune or an iPod?
1: <laughs> Knowing Lou? <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, Lou. I'm anyway, <laughs> your saying. Um, <laughs> I just want you to go on that. So Jack <laughs> Eichel appeared in his
0: first game as a member of of the Knights. Um, uh, yeah, he, he appeared. He, he's playing. He's 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 back. He's um, he was on the score sheet. He, he, yeah, he's he, he he got four penalty minutes, so put him on the score sheet. He had one shot on net. Yep, 1732 of ice time. So his ice time was up. I actually uh, I mean, he came I out of tell the game.
1: I thought he I mean I I looked at that too, and that surprised me. I really yep. thought that's probably a good three to four minutes more than I thought he would play.
2: Mm-hmm. First yeah. came
1: back in a long time. For uh 42% on the faceoffs. So that's something that I think
0: that's they've got to get puck possession back on that team. Um they they are a terrible uh <laughs> Really, they're they're not a great faceoff team. You got Carlson at fifty, and he's the only one as a regular that's winning more than half his draws. Eesh. Kind of kind of in their center point, so they they need him to to be that. I assume number two center is where he would settle into. Um, I mean, I'm happy to see him back. You want to see a skilled player like that? I'm happy to see him on a team that has skill around him. Um, you know, let's see where they settle on a line with him. There's a lot of options there mm-hmm. who you can put on his wings. Um, I just, I, he's back. I I like seeing it. I, I, you know, you, you
2: I want him to succeed. It, it, that, that's kind of how I feel too. I I'm, I'm rooting for him to to have a better season than he's had in Buffalo, just because nobody should be judged with what happens to them in Buffalo. Um, I, I'm cautiously optimistic that this is going to be a better position for him, at least, you know, franchise wise. Uh, but, you know, 11 months between playing NHL games, that's that's quite a long time to, to wait. So I don't know how quickly he's going to be able to bounce back. Plus the surgery he had to his wrist. I don't know how that's going to affect him in the long term. And he doesn't have to be the star.
0: There's plenty of stars. there. There's also plenty of guys that will talk to the media and be the face. He, he's, he's going to be shielded from everything he wasn't shielded for, Lonnie, and Buffalo. Oh, absolutely.
1: He doesn't... Look, you can be great and be the face of a franchise. You can be great and not be the face of the franchise. He needed not to be, and he was pushed into it. Uh, and part of that is what comes from being, you know, a uber-high Draft pick, right? Sometimes that's just the nature of the beast. You know, the one thing that he does... I mean, he's going to need to do is is help give a boost to the scoring because this is a feels like a strangely anemic offense right now in Vegas. They just don't seem to have a lot of scoring going for them. I know they have a little more scoring depth in terms of who's getting in the goal column, but it just... It feels, I mean, and I think it sort of feels misleading because they're a plus seventeen goal differential as opposed to Calgary's plus fifty two.
2: Yeah, I was going to say Calgary has scored two more goals on the season than in Vegas and has that plus fifty two.
1: It's just Vegas is not scoring. I mean, Vegas's problems are on the back end. So as right. much as as much as they're benefiting from getting a guy like Eichel and can help win draws, hopefully, eventually as he settles in and and do something good for the offense, they need to they. Are really struggling in the back.
0: They're, you know, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team, and and this week showed it. There are two games this past week where combined ten to nothing. They won four nothing and lost six nothing. Yeah, you know, and and they lost to the bad team and beat the good team. But I mean, the bad team, I can, you know, they they've had some really interesting losses. I mean, Montreal took them to overtime there. Um, you know, they lost to Carolina in overtime. They, they, it was a no- great game for us watching. I watched most of that game. They beat them one nothing. They <laughs> lost to Chicago. Uh, they lost to Nashville at home.
1: Um, just, I don't know. I mean, it's... Uh, oh, look, it's no shame losing to Colorado like they did last night, 2 nothing. Like, it's Colorado. The fact that Colorado held the team to no goals, especially a good team, that, to me, Richard, is the biggest
2: surprise. Yeah, with with Darcy Kemper in the net, having him stop twenty nine shots, that's that's a big surprise. Right. Right. So,
0: so, so, what you're saying is they got out of Colorado. Did they try to push away the sorrow? No, 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 Milky Chance fans here. Huh? No, Milky Chance wow. song, Colorado. Yeah, no, I, I knew where you were going with that. I just just I, tur- turn into your serious XM All Nation people. I mean, come on, jeez, not sponsored. Yeah, Lonnie's hanging on lithium too much and not getting to the Alt nation I guess. <laughs> I just aged him. I did. I did. If Would you feel better if I offered you some LDE affinity jewelry? Would that make I you might. smile, Lonnie? I might. Would? I yeah, might. Yeah. It's New Mexico-based jewelry, so check them out at ldeaffinityjewelry.com and you could uh, you could put a smile on your friend's face when you make an age joke. Um, we're talking trades. Um, the hottest goalie on the market arguably is the flower. Mark Andre Fleury I kind of announced in the last 25 hours that he wants to play another season beyond this one. So he went from wanting to maybe retire before this season, just before he reported to Chicago to now he wants to play another season. The question becomes where, um, I mean, Chicago's not the fit for him. They're not going anywhere. He, he's, he talked about uprooting his family. Um, rumors, the famous rumor mill of course started and, you know, let's, let's send him back to Vegas is, is what was talked about. Um, and then their GM's like, Nope, Nope, not, not happening. So let's, let's not talk about Vegas. Huh? Where, where does he go? Or does he stay and does he not want to win? And does he want
2: to be part of the next generation? And I mean, I, where does he go? I, I think right now he, because he's playing so often, he's feeling like I can extend this. Like when you get in the off season, you, you get into your head like, okay, well, maybe I'm done may, may, since you're not playing every other day or, you know, three times, four times a week. Now that he's doing that, I'm thinking he's, he's kind of in his own head thinking, okay, I could do this for at least another year. So, you know, I, that, that got me thinking, like, is Chicago going to even make an offer? And, like, I, I don't know. I, I don't think Chicago offers him. I don't think they're going to offer to bring him back for another season. That, that's my thought. I, You know, I think plenty of other teams would love to have him, but I don't know if any contenders are needing a, a goaltender as, as badly. I believe I could name one. Oh, I I know one that I would love for him to go to, but um, it might be the same one you're thinking of Uh, right in your backyard, perhaps. Uh, Yes, there there have been uh, many fans of chattering that they would love to see the flower in between the pipes here. I would love it. I think I would uh, probably go buy some tickets and go see my first game in ball arena for the last two years. But um, yeah, I would be excited to see him here. We could use him.
0: So you have you have yet to go to a game at ball arena, though.
2: Ever. right 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 last time was never been, Arena, I've yeah. never been to Ballerina. i've never been to Ballerina. i've been to the building but i've never you, been to Ballerina. you've you've had the beverage you just haven't had the cup <laughs> <laughs> right I,
0: i've nobody been to the can i haven't but been somebody, to the cup
1: yeah nobody thought it was ironic that's that very good the
0: beverage to the to the what you place the beverage in and no okay
1: no the ball the ball jar is my preferred uh bourbon glass so yes i'm quite familiar with it as a uh as, as a drinking vessel, they are the paper cup replacement now. That's, that's, yeah, uh,
2: aluminum to, cups.
0: Uh, yeah, we need to. Okay. The <laughs> fat. Um, yeah. I um,
2: you, mean, mm-hmm. your take, Adam. Do, you, do you think he, he goes in like any other contenders want to take him in? I want to know if he wants to go to Edmonton. I mean, to me, that's a, like Edmonton seems
0: like so perfect. Yeah. Veteran presence who can be, he doesn't mind talking to the media. You can take some of the pressure off, uh, off the offense. That's there. Um, Edmonton is a disaster historically in goal. I mean, have we had a goalie since grant fear?
2: No, I think
1: they play every game six on five. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. That's not a good thing. It's not great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Um it, it's so hard because it's just like, does he want to go there? I mean, what we know is that Miko Koskinen is not the answer. Mike Smith was never the answer. Mm-mm. Not sure why they thought he was the answer. And the jury's still out on a Stuart Skinner. Though I don't think he's a starter. I think he's a nice backup. Um, You get a goalie in Edmonton and, you know, Give, give me give me some uh, – I'll drink that juice. I will be – on. if he gets traded to Edmonton,
2: I'll say it right here. I'm on the Edmonton bandwagon. He, okay. Uh, he goes to Edmonton. Who's going to be the top team in the Pacific? Is it going to be Calgary or is it going to be Edmonton?
0: I think Calgary's
2: schedule is so
0: kind the next two months or month and a half that if Calgary continues to play the way that they've played for the last month and a half, nobody's catching him because their schedule's easy. They, they really haven't set up to coast into April. The, the other, I, I don't know if he goes to, I don't know if he goes to Colorado. I mean, the question is, is what does Colorado have that Chicago can and will take? And is, is a Darcy Kempfer um, flurry okay on the roster together?
1: As opposed, I mean, how do you mean? Is it okay? Like, does that, or, or I mean,
0: or is, or or was his three and a half million going to go to Chicago in the trade? I mean, is that what you, did you just flip? the goalies. Cause once again, you, you have no cap space in Colorado. No, so you've, you've got to find a team willing to take either retain the Hawks have to retain the salary, which is going to be more, I would assume draft capital. And by the way, what draft capital capitals Colorado have the Hawks need a first round pick back for flurry or and Brandon Heigel. They don't have one because of the Seth Jones trade Colorado right. can't give them one. Not next year. You
2: know, that's the trade
0: you... to me. That's the trade partner problem with Colorado is they're not a good partner for Chicago.
2: Edmonton is. Yeah. I mean, what does Edmonton have in draft capital? I, I don't have their pages pulled up. They've got all they, they got a first and a second. Okay.
0: They they've they've got a potential. I mean, you know, Miko Koskin's on an expiring contract. So you can flip, you know, he's got a modified no trade. Mike Smith, you can take him off their hands too. He's a thirty-five plus, so he's got some to say. But I mean, um, you know, Koskinen has a fifteen-team no trade clause. No trade team he can put on there. Most likely, he's not going to put Chicago on there. He's not going to flip to a non-playoff contender. So, what does Edmonton do with cap space? Well, they have six million, so they're fine. Draft capital, cap space. I mean, Mark Andre Fleury. Edmonton to me makes the most sense.
1: Again, it's the big,
0: the big if. Yep. If he wants to go to Edmonton, and the Hawks can afford to retain some of Mark Andre Fleury's salary. Once again, they are in a position to retain salary for a team. It will cost you something though, in terms Mm -hmm. of body or draft pick. Yep. The Hawks are in the driver's seat. Oh yeah. And And they're going to have. And they're going to have. 10 teams they can't trade with it, So my, 22 teams are going to be eligible.
2: My thinking for, you know, for Flurry coming to Colorado, I, I think Colorado is going to push for this really hard, whether they get it or not. They're going to, they're open to give, you know, Chicago just about anything because they, right, they don't have what Chicago wants. Uh, right. Right but they're they're going to push as hard as they can to get Flurry. I'm not saying they're going to. I'm saying they are going to push as hard because right now they have a team who is probably not going to be together much longer and this is one of their final shots to make it to the cup.
1: This is very much a window is closing situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, um, I, you know look the, the, it's an actual it's hard to pull off obviously but the easy solution is a uh, is, is to bring a third team in.
0: Or does Chicago bank on Colorado getting worse and they want their first two picks like in 23, which Colorado has
2: mm-hmm. like first hey, and
0: we'll second
1: and 23.
0: Yeah. Like we'll retain all the salary that we can. I can make half of it. You can 50%, retain 50%.
2: Yeah. Retained.
0: So we'll retain three and a half million because you can't afford it. You're we're going to take a couple picks and then we're going to take Kemper off your hands as well.
1: I would and that's, stretch. That's three, that's I would three stretch and a half. the million. I would stretch the picks. I would take one in twenty three and one in twenty four. Because if you're banking on them yeah. being bad, it, it may need another year out before that mm-hmm. really kicks yeah. out. And look, it, it's a gamble. It, it, it's the smart trade if you're Chicago, but it's also a gamble that Colorado either figures out a way to retool on the fly or manages to keep the core together for oh, a but little bit longer. It's,
0: but it's not a gamble for Chicago because you're you're losing Flurry anyway after the season. Right, but you're,
1: I mean, it's a gamble in that you're you're potentially looking at a bottom five pick. Yeah, but it's a net gain right. because and you're losing it, and, him anyway. And it's an asset. Yeah. Well, draft picks are assets. You can't look at them strictly. Right. I mean, we've talked about this in other sports, Adam. You can't look at them strictly in where you think they're going to fall. Obviously, the team who is giving up the draft picks is hoping those picks are going to be really bad Because the team's going to be really good. You can't bank on that necessarily happening. But, you know, you have these assets that you can – if you're Chicago, sure, you have a late pick. You spin it for a future first and, you know, you trade out of the first round and get a future first out of it. Like, it's just an extra asset to play with and it just gives you options.
0: I'll throw – I can't even do that because of the salary cap. Nope. I – I was looking at this today. I mean, the more and more I look at it, Edmonton seems to be the most logical trade partner on the list. I mean, Florida can't make it work because of salary issues. Minnesota probably doesn't need him now the way Talbot's playing. Um, you know, Jari is found his stride, so going back to Pittsburgh doesn't seem it. The the only the only other scenario
1: that I kind of came up with was Washington. I thought about that one too. That's another one that makes sense.
0: If he's willing to go East again.
1: Yeah. Potential okay. first round
0: series against uh, his old team. Yeah. Kind of stick it to his old team. Cause they, they've got cap space
1: and they, they've got, they got assets and they, they, they got, they got two good. I mean, I, th- I like their two goalies. They're both young, and I'm not sure you you got a you've got a forward and defense core. Again, same deal to the uh, to, to Colorado, where the window is closing with your with your core. That may be the way to. I mean, you're not keeping it open much longer than this year, but yep. that may be all you need.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We'll see. We'll see. So uh, I will place my bet on Washington or Edmonton. Those are, those are my spots for, for the flower. Speaking of the bet 99 picks, it's that time Canada listeners go check our website. out. get a special bonus to click on the bet 99 logo and open your account. We provide these picks for entertainment purposes only much like the all-star game was for entertainment purposes only that skills competition guys was phenomenal. I mean, it was perfect in, in, in like 80% of the way.
2: <laughs> i uh, Sure, sure. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with eighty percent.
0: I mean, just I just randomly, randomly picking numbers. I mean, we we can go to seventy five percent. Probably like actually seventy five percent would be more accurate. I enjoyed seventy five percent of it.
1: You're, um, um, you're not a math major, so no. nor am I. But even I could have told you six out of eight is seventy five. Why Why are you talking about six out of eight?
2: Go ahead. It's six out of seven. It was six out of seven. I thought it was six out of eight or no, it was six and two. It was six and two. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Six and two on the weekend. What yep. was
0: six? I, I'm very confused. What, what can, what, what was six?
2: And oh, you know, two. he wasn't paying attention. I don't think we need to talk about it. I mean, God, knows I go wasn't, God knows I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I don't think I was either. We both went eight. No, last week in our picks. know, huh? Eight no. no, huh? Or sorry. Oh, no? and eight. Oh, no. and eight. And eight. <laughs> flip that. We <laughs> <flip that>. wish we, <laughs> we, we, we eight wish eight we were eight. And no no. <laughs> flip that. We were oh, and eight. Uh, Adam somehow found five correct picks in the skills competition. And I don't know the metropolitan decided to, uh, to win the all-star game. So he, he got his sixth pick there. You had a question, Adam. You, you, you had the wrong, uh, actually,
0: did, did I, I actually did better than, I'm, I'm looking at this. You have the wrong fastest skater
2: my friend. Oh, I do have the wrong fastest skater. Oh, I went seven and one.
0: Oh, gross.
2: Which is Man, why, know.
0: you know, by the way, I thought I did better. I talked about 80%. I was shortchanging myself because that's like 87 and a half percent. I'm really, really proud, by the way, of uh of the Petrangelo pick. I 100% called it and the reason for it. It was oh, robbery. Oh, you sure
1: did.
2: It, it was robbery. I, I said that, that. Did I not say that they were going to find it? but away? it was robbery. Uh, I, I we knew disagree. it. I just, yeah. it was the easy no. slam dunk pick. Easy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got to go outside. Come on. All and, right. And so we were all fooled on the
0: 21 and 22 that they could see the cards. We did not know that beforehand they were going to be able to see the cards.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Se- seven and one. Seven, seven and one. Eight. That puts Adam at a thir- 30 and 15 on the season. Lonnie, that week did not do us kind. No, in it did Pat's not. Column. You are 23 and 22, staying above 500, and I am sinking faster than the Titanic at 19 and 26. You are the Montreal Canadiens to my Calgary Flames, buddy. Sure, we'll go with that analogy.
1: I, right. I, will, I will, however, take my 3-0 in the Olympic women's picks.
2: Uh, yes, uh, those are on on Twitter, not on the bet 99. I was going to say, those were not official bet 99 picks, but if you want (laughs) to channel that, (laughs) no, we did talk about those on the show. If you want (laughs) to channel that and bring it to this week, Lonnie, I would very much appreciate it to take that smirk off of Adam's face. (laughs) Oh God, no pressure, (sighs) no pressure. First game we have to pick on Saturday. We have Edmonton at Winnipeg Lonnie. I'm going to start with you i'm gonna take winnipeg all right adam i like edmonton yep it's hard to go against the hot team i will take edmonton as well second game on slate for saturday uh st louis blues against the toronto maple leafs adam who you got is is this not the game
0: of the night in the nhl on saturday i mean that that's by far the game of the night right Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to actually watching this game. I'm going to take the Leafs. I I think the home team edge here. All right,
2: Lonnie. Yeah, take the Leafs. All right. Um, I need to make up some ground on Adam, so I'm going St. Louis, (laughs) and I already picked the same as him for Edmonton, so I I really need to make make up some ground. Game number three, Anaheim at Vancouver. You sure this isn't the game of the night, Adam?
0: No, I, I think the Blues Leafs is juicier than this. <laughs> I really right. do. Adam, who you got? I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but Vancouver.
2: Okay. I do, uh, I, I'm confused <laughs> in this game. I, I want to go Vancouver, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get my pick here in just a minute. Um, Lonnie. Um. <laughs> right I know. You know, i'm
1: looking at the standings like when did vancouver get to 50 points
2: they've had a quite a bit of a
1: turnaround recently Saturday. out of the last 10 with points man and yeah. they're getting and they're getting quinn hughes back tonight yeah uh yeah i'm still taking anaheim but i don't feel great about it but i'm still taking anaheim vancouver just sort of snuck back up on me they're,
2: they're starting to score which they've been playing defense all year they just haven't yeah. scored yeah, um, I'm gonna go Anaheim as well. I, I'm, I can't gauge this game at all, so I'm basically a coin flip for me. All right, game number four Colorado at Buffalo. D- do I need to, to ask you guys? You guys can go with anybody besides Colorado? Uh, <laughs>
1: No, <laughs> okay. I, you
0: know, I, I was trying to look at their schedule before and I'm like, Oh wow. They, Cause it's like an afternoon game. It's the mm-hmm. early game. And I'm like, Oh no, they're off since Wednesday. So no, no, no. Colorado's going to be well-rested for the early start. Yeah. I'm sorry, Buffalo.
2: <laughs> so so I, this has a potential to get ugly real fast. The, the other games I could have picked Los Angeles, to Arizona. We wouldn't mm. want to pick that one. Nope. Seattle at Calgary. Nope. Um, Boston, Ottawa, and I know, uh, Adam's feelings on Ottawa. So I decided not to go with that one. So, you know what, that kind of tapped us out for like the really good pickable games of the week. Yeah. I'm going game number five from the premier hockey federation. We have the metropolitan riveters at the Minnesota white caps. Lonnie, who you got? I ride with the
0: home team going with the caps. Oh, come on. You, that's, is that, is that going to be your thing? Ride with the they, home team? They that's didn't the s-
1: they didn't fail me last time.
0: No, and I'm not saying they did. I'm just I'm just wondering. You use the same reasoning.
1: Like can you get a <laughs>
0: little <laughs>
2: more oh, okay. Adam, you do you gonna go away from Lonnie's home team? No, no, I, I I don't think Metropolitan's a very good road team.
0: And and the White the White Caps uh they're gonna hold their home ice.
2: All right, you know what? I, I like the Riveters. I'm going with them. Just you should. That, that's all. That's all. That's, sure. They got a new jersey they're going to unveil too. So um, I did not see that. Are they? Oh, I, didn't I didn't know, know that. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, head over to Twitter. Check it out. It's a, it's a pretty sweet jersey. I like it. All right, that does it for our Bet ninety nine picks of the week. You can follow us along at phn underscore podcast on Twitter, and you can use the hashtag phn picks to make your picks and see how well you stack up against um those guys uh you will definitely definitely be beating me yep
0: i'm i'm up 15 units but you know who's counting big week last week big seven one week last week final thoughts on the first line edition of the pod
2: producer extraordinaire um i don't have much it's been uh, extremely cold here uh in denver last couple of days it's now going to warm up over the weekend before getting cold again and snowing a whole bunch more. And I'm just really hoping that when we get to Lonnie for his parting thought that he has more frozen produce on a highway (laughs) stories for us. I love the hashtag. Thank you for that. I,
1: I, I have no frozen produce on a highway. I'm sorry. I feel like I've, it's not so much that I've let you down. It's that the truckers of of Minnesota have have let you down.
0: Careful calling out those truckers right now.
1: Yes, yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, I, my parting shot is that I I very much uh, love my day job. uh Earlier this yeah, week. You suck. You yeah, suck. You kind of suck. I kind of suck, but it was kind of <laughs> awesome. I had the... The pleasure of getting to interview uh, former former Missouri Secretary of State and State Rep uh, Jason Cander uh, for a podcast that I produced for my day job, and it was it was great. We talked family stuff. We talked nineteen uh, eighties Kansas City Royals stuff. It was like we went deep into the uh, the well of fun topics. It'll uh, be available to listen to. I will tweet it out next week. I think Thursday it'll be out, so we'll uh, put that out uh, on my Twitter feed for the world to hear.
0: Yeah, I got a sneak peek in 15 minutes. of That it was good stuff.
1: Thank you.
0: It was good stuff. Can't wait for the Kansas City 80s. Style. Richard's like 80s baseball. What? Richard's hey, I, confused. I, I, yeah. I knew what was, knew it was we, going we, on.
1: We, we also had a shout out to Chris Hayes and the Chicago Cubs in there for you. So yeah, yeah.
0: Well, if you talk Albuquerque Dukes, you know then Richard can can That's get out for you. Yeah, then he's all over it. <laughs> right there he goes. Good stuff. Yeah, though it's 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 fun when when real life uh, is fun. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It is. You get paid to do that. Uh my parting shot is um I I I'm supposed to start uh you know, my umpire baseball season this weekend. As I currently look out my window, we've gone from an ice storm to to snow flurries, actually accumulation. Um oh god, you know, school districts that do these preemptive cancellations, they they do they not know that that it just parents just hate that. Six o'clock last night, we got a call in those school because of impending weather. It didn't start really bad. Like, they could have gotten buses out to even this afternoon. Now they just gave us a five-day weekend because we already have a four-day weekend with the kids. Just going to rant and rave. And and it was 61 yesterday. (laughs) It was 61? We topped at 61 yesterday. Today, we're expecting a low of 12
1: tonight. It's That's seven degrees. I mean, it's seven degrees here right now. So I don't really feel seven. all that bad. Seven. Yeah. We're, t- we're 20 degrees warmer currently. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're going to be 12 tonight overnight. will be four. But yeah. It's uh, yeah. Um, But my real parting shot, the coolest thing that happened with this Olympics is kind of a a, a turning point with, with my youngest who is six, who who's doing learn to play for the first time after doing skate less. Like she's really kind of starting to take to hockey, which dad loves. She actually set her alarm for the early games to, to... We had a snow day for the first game and it was a weekend for the second game. She set her alarm to make up, she, make sure she was up at 7 a.m. to watch the games and then made me tape the late game so she could watch some of it before school, came home to watch. And then last night, even before it was snow day, I made her a deal. She could stay up for the gold medal game. She made it a, about a period and a half and then fell asleep on the couch.
1: It was a great
0: picture of her yeah. passed out on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was she was still upright and she found mom's shoulder and then woke up right before U.S. scored the goal with 12 seconds left and then immediately just was ready to go to bed. But you know what? She she was a trooper. But watching it uh, through her eyes was was fun for me. This tournament. First That's time great. I got to do that for a hockey tournament. Very. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So for Lonnie and Richard, this is Adam. You've been listening to another edition of the Pro Hockey News podcast.